This is the CR Checkup Podcast. My name is John. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ that struggles with drugs, alcohol, and pride. And you're listening to the Friday Follow-Up. On the Friday Follow-Up, we continued the discussion that we started in person on Monday. And this week, we're talking about step four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that each one of you are here and listening. I hope that I got a chance to see you on Monday night where we began our conversation about step four that we're going to be discussing here today. But of course, our hope is that no matter what, if you come to our meetings, you don't come to our meetings, or you've just simply missed, we hope that you can jump into the conversation and follow along and be able to discuss the things that we're talking about at our group on Monday nights. Uh, We've been talking about step four most recently, and we're going to be continuing to talk about step four for the next several weeks, and I'm excited to do so. Um, Last week, we talked about how to stay safe going into our step four. And so if you missed that, you can go back a couple of episodes and check out the follow up on that. But on Monday, we were having a conversation about the acrostic moral um, uh, in reference to step four. Uh, The reason why we were doing that is because we were talking about uh, step four being a, a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. And we kind of wanted to break it down a little bit and hopefully make a little bit more sense. Ultimately, what we are talking about is the just that a, a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves is basically an honest list of our lives. We're making an honest list. And that's kind of to just make it really as simple as possible uh, what, an, what an inventory is. And so... Um, we had some time discussing that and, and what that looks like and, and um, all of the things that come up when we do that. And so uh, we had a great time. Uh, but I wanted to just kind of uh, talk a little bit more in depth about something that we were discussing um, on Monday. And um, we were talking about this idea that often comes up when we're discussing step four. Um, step four is one of the, the steps that begin to call us to action. There's something that is changing in our program, and that is is that we can't just think of uh, what needs to change, or, or we can't just consider some things, um, but we actually have to take action. So this is oftentimes where we begin to see uh, some folks drop off from the program. And what ultimately is it seems to be the issue is a lot of folks want to ask, well, if these things are in my past, why? what's the sense of bringing them back up? Why do I need to talk about these things? Why do I need to work through these things uh, in order to uh, work through this, this process? And um, on Monday night, I shared about a story about uh, going uh, snowboarding with my, my uncle and my cousins. And uh, I hadn't snowboarded in like 13 years. And when we got to the park, I had... Um, a kind of a crossroads and what the the crossroads were was i i either had the choice to go to the bunny hill and see if i could still uh, snowboard or go ahead and run up to the top of the mountain 
and uh, just go ahead and go for it. Uh, I shared, you know, the addict that I am, you know, I want that mountaintop experience. And I don't want to go through the, the hard work that it takes in order to be able to have that mountaintop experience. I'm, I'm prone to taking those shortcuts in order to get uh, exactly what I want and to, to feel the way that I want to feel. And uh, this case was, was certainly no different. Um, I skipped that bunny hill. I went up straight to the top and I tumbled down the mountain all day long. Uh, at the end of the day, um, all of my gear ended up getting stolen. And the point that I was trying to, to make in this analogy is one that I think just fits this scenario and so many others like it, is that when I'm unwilling to go through the pain or the embarrassment or the uh, struggles of having, uh, in this case, going on the bunny hill and being embarrassed and, and going through that, that difficultness in order to then move towards uh, that mountaintop experience that I so much desire, if I go around that and I skip ahead, um, a lot of times what ends up happening is what happened to me is, is I get robbed. We get robbed when we're, we're unwilling to go through the pain of our past to move towards directly towards where we want to be. And, and that's that serenity, that's that peace, that's that... Um, life in the abundance that the God has promised us. And we are all after that same goal. We all want to feel that freedom from our hurts, habits, and hangups, and we want to move forward, and we want to get over the things uh, from our past. And so when we get to step four, and, and folks are just very, you know, un, maybe just aren't exactly sure of why this is so important, um, I always try to remind ourselves that it's it's impossible for us to go around the pain of our past to healing. We have to go through the pain of our past. And step four, um, even as difficult as it may be and as scary as it may be, is one of the most effective ways that I have uh, ever experienced and that I've ever even heard of in order to be able to heal from these things. And that might seem a little confusing. It might not seem like it would ever work. Um, but I can tell you from personal experience, it absolutely does work. And it works in beautiful and sometimes mysterious ways. Um, but it absolutely does work. And it begins by this, this very kind of uh, therapeutic kind of um, odd way, and that's by writing these things down on paper. Um, I also shared on, on Monday how as I began to write out some of my resentments, I had uh, one of the biggest people that I had resentments with and, and such so many resentments uh, was my mother. And as I began writing these things down on paper, um, I began to notice I had I, I, it was very difficult for me to write in a one-sided kind of way. I was I was writing uh, what seemed to be the most honest truth that I could uh, admit to myself. And as I began to write these things out, um, you know, who do you resent? I resent my mom. What are these resentments? What were they? And I started to write these things down, and it was like uh, I resent my mom for for wanting to take me to church, for wanting me to go to counseling, for me to not wanting me to do drugs and alcohol, for me to finish high school, for me to do all of these things. And as I saw them, as they were coming out uh, from my pencil onto my paper, I began to see, hey, uh, 
maybe I've had a, a incorrect view of these things that I had experienced in the past. Now, not everything was like that. There were some things that I began to work through and I see, man, maybe this affected me in, in bigger ways than I ever even really thought or imagined. And, and that was certainly my case is as I wrote out the things that um, my, my inventory, I began to see that the things that I was kind of neglecting or saying didn't really matter, didn't affect me, were actually the things that were a bigger issue in my life, not the things that I was holding on to, uh, using as an excuse in order to be able to continue doing the things that I was doing, uh, but actually things that I had hidden really deep down inside of me. Um, and some of them were very traumatic, and some of them were seemingly not traumatic. They were just experiences that I had never truly dealt with and had never uh, spoken about them. Um, but regardless of, of the gravity of the situations were, the point was, is as I began to write these things out, I was beginning to be honest with myself, and I was beginning to see uh, what things really affected me. And in my past, I might have acknowledged some of these things. I might have uh, maybe even gone as far as to maybe putting some things down on paper. Uh, but a big difference here was is that I had a sponsor that I was talking to constantly as I was working through these things. And so this is just one of those steps that is sometimes difficult to talk about in the sense to try and get people geared up and amped up about taking because it's it's maybe not as fun as some of the other ones or or maybe not as immediately gratifying as some of the others. Um, but it's just one of those steps that are absolutely necessary. And so I'm excited to continue to talk about them over the next couple of weeks or so. And I would really encourage you, if you're kind of at this point in uh, your, your program, get into a support group if you're not in a support group. And if you are, maybe hit up a couple of extra meetings um, ask people about their experiences with step four. Just get some more, um, just community around you in step four. Read some books. Read the big book. Read the Bible. Find out some other sources that are going to keep you going in this time. Because, uh, again, like I said, this is so often where we see a lot of people walk away. And, and they end up missing out on the miracle of the program um, because of the pain that they experience in, in this step. And um, and that's what I would just close with is just that, you know, it, pain is probably to be expected in this step, um, but we remind ourselves that these are growing pains. These aren't pains that are going to last forever, and this is uh, more than likely the last time we will ever have to feel pain from these past experiences ever again. Thank you for listening to the Friday follow-up. I hope that you take what we talk about here and have conversations with others. The things that we talk about on here are meant to start conversations, not end them. So I pray that you would talk with someone about what you heard here today and that you would look for ways to be a light in your own community. If you are struggling to find community and people to talk with, then please send an email to recovery at palmvalley.org and I will personally get you connected with a volunteer from Celebrate Recovery. Nothing changes the fact that we need each other, even if that means that we have to find new and creative ways to do so. You can also send me encouraging messages, comments, or concerns to that same email, 
recovery at palmvalley.org. And if you're enjoying this podcast, then please share it with someone else. I love you all, and I hope to see you soon.